Hey, what's up, guys? It's Zach Neal. How you doing? So the last couple podcasts, we've been getting onto some real truth. We've been talking about essentially what we're talking about is fulfillment, right? How do you become fulfilled as a person financially, emotionally, spiritually? And I'm preaching my truth and I'm, I usually don't get up on a soapbox too much and I talk about the things I know, but this is the thing that I know the most more than any other thing in the world that I know. This is what I know because this is what my life is. This is the crux of who I am as a person. And it's simple. It's doing the things that you actually want to do, the things that you enjoy doing more than anything, the things that make you the most happy when you're doing them and not just doing them as a hobby, but doing them for a living so that you can combine the way that you support yourself, the way that you pay your bills, the way that you eat, you combine that with the thing that you do for pleasure, for leisure, and you win. This is what I've been doing my entire life. I've always gone against the grain. I've always gone against what other people told me. I didn't go to college. I didn't finish high school. I chased other things. I chased money when I needed money. I chased music and art and I chased media and I chased experience and I chased being a father and I chased being a friend and I chased the things that made me happy and brought me fulfillment. And I've dedicated different amounts of time to those things at different times in my life. When there was times where I thought that I should just be like a great friend and that was the thing that I wanted to chase, I would chase my friends and I would say, you know, so-and-so looks like they could use some help right now or they could they could use me in their life more. And so I would take time away from the other things that I was doing and pursue helping a friend. There were times where I needed money, where it was like, hey, if I want my company to grow or I, I wanna buy a better house for my family to live in or whatever it might be, I would go out and chase money because that's what I was passionate about at that time. There were times when I chased music and I chased media and I wanted to get into movies and television. So I fucked around with that and I chased food and culinary and I mastered my skills as a chef and I spent months cooking in kitchens and opened restaurants and wrote a cookbook. And these are the things that I've done. I've always chased my interests. I've always chased the things I was passionate about. And I never, not that I never, in the beginning, it was scary because I thought, well, God, how am I going to make money doing this? Like, who's going to pay me, you know, because I'm making music or art or because I'm cooking, like, who's going to want to pay me for these things? And how do you find an audience? But what I've been talking about in the last few podcasts, and I really would encourage you to listen to the last two in particular before this one, because I I really am starting to talk about the how and the why. And, but the idea is that you just start doing it right. And because of social media and because of the power of the internet and the power of this device, this smart device, what we call a phone, but it's not really a phone. All of the power that you need to accomplish this is already in your hand, in your pocket, in your purse. It's you have it. And you just don't realize the power of turning that camera around on yourself and hitting record or turning on the audio device and hitting record, right? And speaking your truth and talking about what you love and talking about what you know about. And you don't have to podcast. You don't have to vlog. You don't have to blog. You don't have to do any one of those three things to become successful at your passion. This is just an example of of what you can do. Another way that you can use this smart device to push your passions and to monetize them and to increase their value is just the share button. You're a painter. Take a picture of what you painted and fucking share it. Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook. I mean, you just share it with the world. This is how you get it out there. And a lot of you are probably already smart enough to know that how social media works and how you can use it. But it's a much more powerful tool than you realize. When, you're, when you speak your truth, your true passion, people listen. That's, that's what's made my podcast more and more successful is the authenticity of what I'm saying. 
I'm not preaching to you from someone else's perspective. I'm telling you what I actually do every single day. Do you know why I don't work at Home Depot as a manager or in any position? Because I have no passion or interest in working at Home Depot. If I was super into working at Home Depot, I have no doubt in my ability that I could start at Home Depot tomorrow as a cashier and in a year I would be an executive at Home Depot because I know my own limits, I know my own passions, I know how I drive myself forward and how I strive for better. So I just know that you know I'm the kind of person that no matter where you put me, I end up taking over. It's just the way that I am. I'm a 90, you know, a 900 pound gorilla in a smaller man's body, right? I always used to joke and say they used to call me the pit bull in the boardroom because if you put me in a boardroom with executives or marketing teams or investors or wherever it is, I, I never feel outclassed. I'm sitting around a table with Harvard and Yale graduates and different people and I, and not that I'm the smartest person in the room, but I am the most outspoken person in the room and I am the most passionate about my ideas and what I think is my truth and I don't have a problem sharing it. So I dominate boardrooms and I bully people. I'm a pit bull in a, in a boardroom situation. Take me into a meeting, I'll close your deal. That's what I'm good at. But if I'm not passionate about it, I'm quiet. Other people have seen me in a boardroom situation where I'm meeting with investors or marketing people or other companies, and I'm quiet. And I'm not saying too much, and I'm just nodding because I'm not passionate about the, the topic or I really am indifferent about it. And it's hard for me to thrive in an environment where I'm not passionate about what I'm talking about. And that's what a lot of people struggle with and why if you ever wonder why you're not getting the advancement or going further in your career, it's, a lot of it might have to do with the fact that you're not really passionate about what you're doing. It's just a job. It's, you're just there for money. So you're not going to be ultimately passionate. So then I say to that person, what's your fucking passion? Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I have a passion. I've been getting a lot of that in my DMs, by the way. People saying, I don't know what my passion is. I guess I've never really been like super passionate about anything. You're just not thinking about it, right? I had a guy about 50 year old guy who believes that he's at at the end of his career you know he's got 15 years left till he's going to retire and so he's not looking to turn the world you know turn the world on its end he's not trying to start anything too new at 50 and I said you're crazy you've been working in this kind of dead-end industry for so long because you're not passionate about what you do that that's why you don't give a shit you're just riding out the clock to a pension but make your life matter what are you passionate about I'm not passionate about anything I'm passionate about my family when well, I there is something. What do you love to do? So what it broke down to, he loves the golf. All the guy outside of work and his family, this guy's only real passion, but the thing that he loves to do more than anything is be out on the golf course. So I'm like, dude, make a living out of golf. And he laughed. He was like, well, I'm not good enough to be a pro. It's way too late in the game for me. I said, who's talking about playing golf professionally or getting paid to play it? You can get paid to talk about it. You can get paid to blog about it, to vlog about it. You can get paid to write about it. If you're that passionate, go talk to your favorite golf course in your area. As a part-time gig, be the guy that gives a tour of the golf course. Like you tour people or see if you can get other more notable golfers to come there and try the course out or, or talk, you know, be the one that maps it out for them. Say you're going to write out like from a golfer's point of view, what makes this course good and bad and like write their newsletter for them. I'm just giving him like a bunch of advice on starting points on how he could turn golf from a hobby passion into a, a real passion. I'm like, look, maybe you don't make a million dollars talking about golf, but I bet you, I bet you if you put the passion that you have for this into what you're doing and put a little elbow grease and a little bit of ambition, I bet you you could turn it into easily, and I, I really believe this, easily into thirty or $40,000 a year in additional revenue 
for your life and quality of life goes through the roof because now you're bummed out about going into your nine to five and you're like, oh, this sucks. I wish I didn't have to go to work, but you're excited about getting home because when you get home, you get to see your family and have a meal and enjoy that time with you know the people you love. And then after that, instead of going and binge watching Netflix, which does nothing for your bottom line, but makes Netflix executives bonuses, right? You're excited to get upstairs and get on the computer or you're on your smart device, or whatever you're using, to start working on your passion project, the thing that you fucking love and you can't wait for the weekend so you can work more on your passion project and you'll put that from a place of authenticity. And when it comes from authenticity, people can tell, believe me, they can tell when you're real. I can sit here unscripted and blabber at you for hours about these topics and never break course or never get tongue-tied or, or get lost on what I'm trying to tell you. I know exactly what I'm saying because it's real for me. That's why the people that have responded to my podcast have 100% responded positively and said, you come through so confident and you're so passionate about what you're saying and that's because this is real for me, guys. This is my life. I, I have worked. I started working really young. You know, for, for those of you who know my backstory, you know, but if you don't, I left school in the eighth grade and essentially one of the big reasons why I kind of, I didn't initially drop out. I was supposed to take a home study course But there was no time for that because I came from a family that didn't really have any money and I needed to go work. I needed things and I needed to pull my own weight. And if I wanted clothes or shoes or skateboards or I needed a car, I needed to be able to drive, you know, a year after that. So I needed things that my parents were never going to be able to afford to get for me. And I felt too guilty to ask for them because I didn't want to make them feel bad that they couldn't get them for me. So I just wanted to go pull my own weight. So I I started working in grocery stores and I worked in a a fucking hippie gift shop and uh, where I put together bowls and bongs all day. That's that's another podcast, but that's a funny story. I built bowls and bongs and tie-dyed t-shirts and worked legitimately in a head shop. And um, I worked as a cashier and a bus boy at a, a ski resort and all kinds of shitty kid jobs, multiple at once. Usually it was very common for me to have three or four jobs at a time. Uh, when I was a kid because a lot of places couldn't afford to have me full time. So I would deliver pizza a couple nights a week. Then I would shovel snow on the weekends when we had snowstorms. We'd go snow shoveling with this company that shoveled sidewalks and other things. And then I was working as a line cook simultaneously the other days of the week. So if we had a snowy week, I would work seven days a week. If we didn't, I would work five or six, depending on how many shifts I could get. So I did the whole grinding and working for other people. So by the time I was, you know, 18... I knew one thing for damn certain. I did not want to work and spend my life making other people rich, doing things that I hated just for money. Money never had much value to me. This is probably going to sound really crazy coming from a guy like me, but money never really had much value to me, and it still doesn't. My assistant, Jessica, would tell you candidly, if you asked her or ever got the opportunity to meet her or drop her an email or hit her up on fucking Instagram, right? She would tell you that one of the things that I am famous for is forgetting to pay myself, sometimes for months. Yesterday, I cashed a check from, you know, from one of my businesses because I haven't received a check for my work or for my profits or what I'm owed from one of my companies since the 4th of December. It is now going to be April, you know, in a day or two from now, it's going to be fucking April 1st. I haven't been paid since December. Not because of any other reason other than I've honestly just kind of forgotten to pay myself. I've neglected it. It's just, it's one of those things where like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get around to it because money 
I'm telling you this because money is not that important to me. Money is a tool, it's a resource, it's like gasoline. Like, look, how dope is a car or a motorcycle? New car or super cool motorcycle, right? That's a really cool thing. Without gasoline, it's just an object that sits in a room. So to me, money is gasoline. Money is gasoline for your life. When you have money, you can go places, you can do things, you can get from point A to point B. That money is a tool, it's a catalyst. So you need it, and the more of it you have, the more you can do. But life, to me, was always about building things and experience and chasing my passions. When you work in your passions, you're happy. You're happy because you're doing something you love, right? Even if the money sucks, you're happy because why do you think the starving artist, the broke musician, why do you think people do this? Because they love it so much that they're willing to work for free or for, for nothing or sometimes they, they pay to do the thing they like to do. You know, people pay to take art classes. They pay to go paint because they love art and they're willing to pay to go do that. So that kind of passion is where your happiness comes from. The money that comes later comes from the hard work and the ingenuity and, and putting the time in and having a smart plan to turn your passions into more than a hobby. And then the money is part of the reward system, but it also fuels the end game. So for this gentleman, this is a true story that loves golf and that's all he's into doing. I just told him, start thinking of ways that you would love to participate in, in being around and active in golf that you could make money at. And it doesn't even have to be about like, why does everything have to be about money? Because you can live the best version of yourself because ultimately what I think could happen for this guy, what I know could happen if he puts the ingenuity in, and Robert, I hope you're listening. If he... <laughs> If he dedicates all of his free time 100% into this passion of golf, being the kind of guy he is, I guarantee you that Robert can leave his job inside of a year and make a full-time living just as much money or if not more money than he makes now in his job just doing shit related to golf and be the happiest fucking guy in the world. Plenty of time to be with his family and tons of time to be on the golf course, right? So this is why I'm pushing this on him because the ultimate tool of happiness is this. When you live your passions, I'm just gonna keep fucking pushing this. So if you're sick of hearing about it, tune out because I'm not gonna stop talking about this because I'm so fucking passionate about sharing this with you. It's my passion right now is to spread this message. When you live your passions, you ultimately have the happiest, best version of your life that you can ever have. That's a fact, it's undisputable. If the, if the best thing in the world for you is going out to the bar and hanging out with your friends, you know, I'm not encouraging alcoholism, but if like going out with your friends, go to the bar on Friday night and playing pool and drinking some beers and responsibly having fun, if that's what fucking makes you the happiest in the world, I can tell you how you can create that atmosphere and live it for a living. Open the bar that you love. Open the bar that you enjoy more than anything. Like the place that's like the ultimate place that you would want to go. Open the place that you would want to go. And then invite all your friends to go drink there and spend their Friday nights there. And you get to spend every Friday night with your friends, but you get to do it fucking five to seven nights a week. You got to work. Of course, it's still a job, but you're working in something that you love doing. And so the problem is, is when your passions are just a hobby, you have to split your real estate. You're not getting the whole house because the downstairs is your day job. So you still have to start every day by going to the day job that you're not passionate about, that you don't love. It's sucking your life right out of you. It's sucking your time away from you. And time is the most valuable asset in the entire world because it's the one thing that's not renewable. There will always be more of everything, but there will not always be more time. You can't get time back. You have a finite amount of it. 
So that job is sucking your time and wasting it. And so you have, and then when your passion is your hobby, it's just the little sprinkle of happiness that you get to have when you get to do your hobby. When you could combine the two together, you win big. We're gonna continue to talk about this. I'm gonna continue to share secrets, tell you how I did it. It all started with a guitar, I'll tell you that. It all started with a guitar and a drum set and uh, a love for music and a will to not quit and to keep going until I could figure out how to have a, a career, a living in music on my own terms. And I had to do things a lot different than everybody else. I was way ahead of the game. Everybody else was trying to get a record deal and trying to get signed and they thought that was their break. And I was figuring out how even with a small band that didn't have any kind of national fame, I could make just as much money in a year as the guys that were signed to the big record contracts by being smart, by becoming wearing all hats, by being the writer and the producer and the engineer and the promoter and the manager, right? Wearing all the different hats and getting paid from all different ends. And I didn't go play shows for other people very often. I would rent venues even in other states rather than calling the venue like every other band was doing and begging the promoter to put them on a show or selling tickets to play the show and all the shit that other people had to do. I was calling the venue's owner and asking how much it would be to rent the venue out on a Thursday night. And I would pay the 500 or $1,000 to rent the venue out. And then I would book my band on the bill and I would book all the other bands on the bill and let them go sell the tickets, right? And pay me the money. Then I would pay them their percentage. So I would become the promoter and I would be the artist. So I would pay my band the normal rate that we were supposed to get paid. And I would pay myself as the promoter the spoils of the show. Whereas my band might've only gotten three or 400 bucks and that would have been a good night for us. I was paying the band the three or $400 and then paying myself $2,000 that I made off of the door from the door money from doing the show. This is how my hustle began. And it was just a matter of being willing to do the work. See, my passion was being in, in music and I just wanted to play and be around music. I didn't necessarily have a passion for promoting concerts, but it was still a part of being in the music industry. So it was like, well, listen, that playing the show and being in the music was the dessert item for me. The meat and potatoes was promoting the concert. So I did it. I had to be willing to work extra and do a lot of extra work that nobody else in my position was willing to do. The other bands weren't willing to do that. Too much work. Oh, they'd ask me all the time, dude, how do you keep up with it all? It's like crazy enough just to like get your band booked on shows, booking them yourself and like going and playing your own self-promoted shows. like. Isn't that a lot of work? And I would chuckle and I would be like, yeah, I have no social life. I'm working from morning till night, but the reward is like, I'm an unsigned artist at, the, at this time. I had no record deal and I'm young. I'm like fucking 23, 24 years old and I'm playing fire hall shows and Italian American clubs and Elks Lodge, places like that, that I'm renting out to do shows. And I'm pulling in six or $7,000 a month which afterwards, these other, the cool bands that were signed to the, the cool punk rock labels and Epitaph and Fat Records and Hopeless Records and all these labels, these guys were never making money like that personally. They were getting $5,000 a night guarantees, but coming home from a month-long tour in debt or having just a few bucks, and I, I was buying a house. I was driving a nice car, playing in a punk rock band because I figured out the system, how to exploit the system, how it was being used against me because I could cut the middleman out. All it was was just cutting the middleman out at every turn. I'm not gonna work with the promoter, I'm gonna be the promoter. I'm not gonna hire and pay a record producer, I'm gonna produce my own album. I'm not gonna pay an engineer, I'm gonna engineer my own album. 
I would save money so that even when we would get budgets from record companies would pay, you know, for us to go record albums, I would take on all the jobs so I could put that money right in my pocket. Why am I going to pay this engineer three grand to engineer this record? I'll take the three grand out of the budget, put it in my pocket, and I'll engineer the record. Why am I going to pay this producer $5,000 to sit here? I'll fucking produce myself. I'll take the $5,000. That was always my mindset. So it was staying in my passions, staying in my lanes, but being willing to do the extra work and put the extra time in to keep cutting the middleman out and to kind of be a one-man show. That's how I. That's how it started. And then every other thing that I've done has followed suit. I've just chased my passions. You can't open a restaurant. I'm going to tell you guys something that is going to blow your minds. Well, if you know anything about restaurants, it'll blow your minds. I have opened several restaurants, full-blown restaurants in big major cities for less than, a couple of them I opened for less than $40,000. One of my highest profiting restaurants ever, a restaurant that made $4 million its first year that it was open. My my total investment in getting it open was $5,000. That's it because I know how to find the right deals. I know how to do the right deals. And that's all the stuff I want to tell you guys. I want to share all of it with you. I'm going to tell you what I did, tell you what I'm continuing to do. But most of all, I'm going to push. You can have the happiest life when you mix your passions with what you do for a living. And it's not hard to do. And I'm going to show you no matter what you do, that you can do it also. That's it. Thanks for listening. DM me at The Real Zach Neal on Instagram. Follow me on all social media at The Real Zach Neal. Have a great day.